Well, welcome everybody. Thank you once again for joining us. Here we are, we're back together again. I've had a couple of weeks looking after my grand grandsons, um, which is great fun, exhausting, but great fun. And thank you, Parry, for holding the fort for us. Yeah. I mean, you, you carried us all through January, so it's the least well, I could do. There we go. And, I, and I'm off again tomorrow, so I'm, I'll be away next week. Um, leaving Barry on his own. I'm going to Poland tomorrow. Uh, we start our Father Heart school on Sunday. Got 62 participants signed up, so it's going to be really good. Wow. I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I love going to Poland. I feel very, very at home there. I can't speak the language, um, but <laughs> I have a finger that points at things I want, and it generally gets me <laughs> the right answer. <laughs> So I it will sounds be like our grandchildren. Yeah, I know. I kind of fall back to being being a child. Barry. <laughs> I, I call it the um, I call this the multilingual digit. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it works in every language. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh, next week, Barry we, will be. And we all have one. We all we, well, we have 10, hopefully. <laughs> so, yeah, next week, Barry will be on his own because um, I'll be in Poland. So, um yeah, looking forward to the week in Poland. It's going to be, I'm just very excited to have so many people coming. I, I feel like the father said there's just going to be an abundant and unstoppable outpouring of love. So I'm going wow. for that. <laughs> um, Amen. So if you guys remember us, just spare us a prayer or two for the unstoppable and abundant flow of love. That's what we, wow. that's what we want. That's now, can I, can I just ask you, you know, like when I go, like just coming back from Finland, I... There's there's some unique qualities, like when I go to fin Finland and see our friends there. Do you, how do you feel? Do you feel anything is as far as unique about the Polish people and of course the people that are in in uh, your our stream of of uh, the, the where we swim, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stream that we swim in. Yeah. Well, the first thing to say about Poland, which I think is universal um, about Polish people, is food. Wow. They do food. I mean, they do food. <laughs> very I mean, well. I very well and good. And some of it, you know, is, um, I mean, they, they put Polish names on things and you kind of have to just try it to see what it is because you can't understand the Polish word. And if you go to a wedding, I haven't been to a wedding, but if you go to a wedding, the food goes on and on and on and on. And they keep, you know, the table gets emptied and then there's another course comes out. And <laughs> yeah. But in terms of the heart of the people, in terms of the people, um, very open, very friendly. Um, I think because of Poland's history um, and their, their geography, um, mm. they're a very, um, they're not, I mean, they're very independent people, um, and they've, they've had to be um, very resilient. Um, they they like to set their own path. You know, um, yeah. Poland is part of the EU, but is um, probably one of the more independently minded states, a bit like Britain was before Brexit, you know, kind of um, had a voice and made it heard. Um, but, you know, and of course, independence has a good side and a negative side. And um, yeah. but I, I think that's kind of their culture. Um, very resilient. You know, they've um, been through a lot historically, huge amount historically. Um, but I find them very, very warm and very open and very friendly and very much willing to receive um, just a mm. delight, you know, and um they love to ask the questions um, and they have, I think they've got quite open hearts. They got, you know, they just love to, they respond and it's just, yes, yeah, it's just beautiful. Really, really beautiful being there. Very polite, very gracious people. Um, so yeah, that's my kind of impression. And they do, they do good, they do good ice creams. Wow. So you've mentioned food twice. Yeah. If you count ice cream as a food group. Yeah. And the Polish oh, wow. word for ice cream is lodi. Oh, that's easy to say. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you know how many times you've been to Poland? Oh, I've lost count, but Any it idea? must be um, must be 15, 15 times easily, wow. easily 15 times, I should think by now. 
Amazing. Um, I've already got scheduled this year to go four times this year. Wow. So, um, yeah, I, I, I love it. I, I, I enjoy it. The, 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 um, when you go through passport control at the airport, um, half of the stamps in, well, probably more than half of the stamps in my, po po my passport are Polish, are from Poland. Yeah. And of course, now we're outside the EU. Whenever we go into Europe, we have our passport stamped. So um, in the past, my previous passport, it only had stamps for Uganda or maybe Canada or America. But now every time I go into the EU, it's, it's stamped. And um, most of them are Polish, well, more than half of them are Polish. And when I went last time, the, um, the, the, the border um, official who was looking at the passport, he said, you come here a lot. <laughs> he said, welcome back. I said, thank you. Wow. So it was all very easy. So yeah, it's yeah. nice to be welcomed by the passport control people. Well, it is, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. There are some countries you kind of feel like you're getting a third degree. <laughs> before they yeah. give you your passport back and we should not mention any names but no. <laughs> it's very nice to be <laughs> it's very nice to be be welcome back yeah, yeah so that's absolutely. that's my my world what's going on in your world barry well i'm uh, my next little adventure uh, is in two weeks i'm going to be doing the school of ministry again in in toronto at catch the fire so uh, five days there so that'll be the what we'd call affectionately the youngins young in the yeah. sense you know we do the leader schools but these ones are you know probably 18 to 30 year olds and uh, just uh, you know it's always a, a, a privilege to be there and, and just you know it's for me one of the things that excites me is when we see kind of the next generation yeah. really get a hold of this revelation at a young age and of course with the the Valentine's Day, um, Instagram, <laughs> yeah. TikTok, over over two million views wow. and counting, and and uh, again shared to a younger generation. So, again, going to Toronto and and just being able to spend a week and now nowadays, I you know I don't feel like we're going as parents, but we're going as grandparents. Wow. <laughs> so we're we're starting to move into that that realm with uh, the yeah. age difference and everything. But it's uh it's an honor to do that. So yeah, yeah, good yeah great so um so are, this evening what are we talking about what are we talking yes. about well <laughs> why don't you pray for us barry and then i'll yeah. kick off with it and bring you back in in a, in a few minutes hey all right all right all right well father we we thank you for your love as always your faithfulness yeah. your steadfastness you you're unchanging in the way that you love each and every one of us yeah we pray father that tonight there would be, you know, even, even as I'm praying now, I just get this mm. sense of this really intense spotlight mm. of his attention, his love, his affection on each mm. one of us. Yeah. And uh, Father, I pray that um, each and every one, whether it's live or afterwards, that each one of us would be able to actually encounter this, mm. feel this sense of that your eye, your gaze is upon each and every one of us with your yeah. whole heart. Wow, I just pray, Father, that we would know that you, your heart for the one is us. Mm -hmm. And that when we just unpack that tonight, Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Father and the Spirit of the Son, would just make mm. deeper um, revelations known yeah. to us about what yeah. does that mean to be the one, the, uh, the pearl of great price. So we just, uh, we, we thank you, Father, that you want us to know this revelation more yeah. personally and intimately for us then we yeah. want to receive it. So we can rest in that. We don't have to strive. We can just breathe and receive. Mm. In Jesus' yeah. name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'll get you back in a few minutes. Alrighty. <laughs> well, last week, Barry um, spoke on the webcast, uh, really just sharing some stories, 25 years of the Father's Love Letter. And some of the stories, some of the feedback, some of the comments, testimonies. And I wasn't able to, to watch it live or be on the webcast because I was looking after the, the grandsons last week. But I, I um, you know, once I crawled into my sleeping bag, <laughs> I, I watched the, the webcast you know, a bit later on on the Wednesday night. And first of all, I mean, it was an incredibly powerful powerful week i mean barry it was amazing i mean 
you know, it was just so wonderful hearing those stories, those testimonies, the impact of that simple message, the Father's love letter. And just to hear, you know, that that young lady putting it on TikTok a couple of weeks, two or three weeks ago and over two million views. Incredible. But I, I mean, if you haven't watched last week's, I really encourage you to watch it because it was incredibly powerful and very I, I personally and I know Barry we've known each other for over 20 years and uh, you know I've known the story of the father's love letter and we've talked about many of these things together before and you know and the the, the impact it's had so you know I kind of know all of that but um, just hearing it again I was I was deeply moved um, as I was listening to Barry um, last week so I really would encourage you guys if you haven't watched it just get it <laughs> so my website is on Barry's website um, it was yeah it was, it was powerful but the thing that really struck me as I was listening to Barry last week was he kept mentioning um, you know yeah we've had two million people watch it on TikTok in the last couple of weeks we've had hundreds of millions of people watch it you know over the 25 years it's in 125 plus languages and it's been delivered to this country that country every other country you know, people have taken it on board and delivered it to households and, you know, and, and it's like, on one sense, it's like millions and millions and millions. And the thing Barry kept saying is, it's, it's, it's for the one. It's for the one. And that, that really struck me as he kept saying it, it's for the one. And, um, I, yeah, Barry and I have our texts on Monday morning, you know, got any ideas for Wednesday, got any ideas, you know. And I just said to Barry, I said, well, look, last week you kept saying it's it's for the one. And I wonder if we can just unpack that a little bit together. Um, because, you know, it's easy to get lost in the statistics and, you know, the Father's Love Letter, how immense it's been and how many people have seen it, how many people have read it, how many people have watched it, how many people have delivered it. But actually... Every single love letter is for the one. It's for one person. And that's, that's really the sense that Barry was praying just as we started together. Um, that each one of us, you know, would have a deeper revelation, a deeper experience of being loved. A deeper encounter with the Father. And just to know that we're loved. I mean, you know, many of you will have heard my story over the years. And, you know, I, I think the key revelation for me um, was 2 Corinthians 6.18. You know, I will be a father to you. And, you know, one day those two words, you know, to you, they landed in my heart. And I'd read that verse in 2 Corinthians 6 hundreds of times. You know, I'd heard people read it. But... In my heart, I never really heard it. You know, in my head, I heard it. But in my heart, what I was receiving was, you know, I will be a father. And of course, we all know that God is a father. You know, we learn it at Sunday school. We learn it at church. You know, we learn the Lord's Prayer. You know, our Father who art in heaven. We all know that God is a father. And, you know, some people... Some people won't even say that, you know, I mean, we all know that God's our father, but some people just limit it and say, well, you know, we know that he's the father of Jesus. Yeah, that's so remote. And it's actually not true. It's not. It is true, but it's it's not the full picture, of course. And so we, we kind of all know that God is a father. But, you know, 21 years ago, um, when that verse I will be a father to you landed in my heart it changed everything for me because suddenly in that moment it became so personal I was the one <laughs> in that moment see I knew God was my father I'd had an encounter with him 20 years previously but I didn't understand what it meant I didn't I, I didn't feel like I was living in it but 21 years ago um those two words to you, suddenly it became a personal revelation, a personal experience, a personal encounter with love. And, you know, I, I just really want us to come back today to the one that you, you watching this webcast, you are the one, you listening to this podcast, you are the one. 
And the Father is talking to you and saying, I am a Father to you. And you see, when we understand that in our heart, it changes everything because it brings it down to the personal. You know, I was just thinking about this today and um, just kind of, you know, some of the stories of Jesus in the Gospels. Um, Jesus had so many encounters with the one, you know, most of his disciples, he called them individually. I think James and John, he called together, maybe one or two others, but largely he, he, he spoke to the one and said, come, follow me. Um, the woman at the well, it was the one. The woman caught in adultery, it was the one. Jairus's daughter, it was the one. The Roman centurion's servant, it was the one. Zacchaeus, it was the one. The man on the cross, right at the end of Jesus' life when he was in so much pain, the one on the cross next to him, the one. His mother, the one. John, his friend, his cousin, the one. And even after the resurrection, Thomas, who'd been doubting all that time, it was the one. And, you know, I'm sure we could mention many, many more um, stories where Jesus just encountered the one. The guy let through the roof. It was the one. And, you know, so many of these stories, Jesus is just interested in the one. The rich young ruler who couldn't respond to Jesus's invitation you know, he was so caught up in his religious behavior, feeling he was doing all the right things. But yet there's that encounter with Jesus and, and one person. And we read in Mark's gospel that when Jesus tells that young man what to do and the young man can't do it, it says Jesus looked at him and loved him. See, it was all the other people were around, but it was that encounter with the one. And I was just, you know, Barry kept saying that last week, you know, it's the one, it's the one, you know, each love letter of all these hundreds of millions, each love letter is for the person whose doorstep it lands on, the person whose letterbox it comes through, the person who's given it on the street, the person who reads it. I remember after the um, earthquake in Christchurch um, and the cathedral, um, basically fell down because of the earthquake. They put um, scaffolding around it. They put metal um, uh, metal fencing around the cathedral so people couldn't go near it. And I remember a friend of mine in New Zealand posted a picture of the father's love letter in a plastic wallet, cable tied to this fencing around Christchurch Cathedral, you know, and people stopping and watching, reading, the father's love letter, the, the one, you know? And just as I was thinking about it today, I was just reminded of our value and our importance to the father. We can get lost in the crowd and maybe some of us feel, maybe some of you watching, some of you listening to this, maybe you feel you're lost in the crowd. Yes, the father loves us. But I want to say to you today that he's actually loving you. Wants to be a father to you. I was watching a little bit of the Six Nations rugby the other day. I don't really watch it. I'm kind of interested in the scores, but I don't really watch it. But I just caught a, a clip of one of the, the games. And um, I can't even remember which teams were playing. But huge stadium, packed full of people. And everybody cheering. You know, this guy scores. And everybody's cheering and, you know, he's going, yeah, 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 I've scored or whatever they do. You know? But then the camera zooms in on this young lad who's obviously this, this, this rugby player's son. And the camera zooms in on the son's and the son's face of absolute delight that his dad has scored. And the camera zooms in on, on the player because the player has seen his son's delight in the crowd, front row seat, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And the dad's face, when he sees his son, 
it's like, yeah, I'll take the ad, I'll take the praise of the crowd, but the praise of my son, you know, is just more precious. And it's like, in that moment, it's just like that dad, it was the one, it was his son that mattered, not the tens of thousands in the stage, it was the one, it was his son. And, you know, it's easy to get lost in the crowd. And yeah, we know that God loves us, but that's not the same as knowing that God loves you. You know, we know that God is a father to us, but it's not the same as him saying, I want to be a father to you. And if you're lost in the crowd today, you know, you can have an encounter with love. If you're feeling like you're unnoticed, you can have an encounter with love because your father is looking at you and he's saying, I love you. You are my son. You are my daughter. You know, maybe for some of us, we, we had that encounter, you know, six months ago, five years ago, whatever. And we've lost that sort of intimate, personal sense. And, you know, today he wants to just rekindle, rebirth that in you so that you know that you are the one. Psalm 139, I just want to finish with this and then I'll bring Barry back on, but... Psalm 139 is an incredibly intimate psalm. Um, it's a psalm of David. But it really describes, you know, David knows he's the one. You know, he is the one. Doesn't matter how many others are around, but he knows he's the one. He, you know, you search me, Lord, you know me. See, David said, you know me. This is personal. You know when I sit. You know, when I rise, you, you perceive my thoughts. You see, our Father knows what we're thinking about. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all of my ways. This is so personal. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it. You hem me in behind and before you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. See, David is just overwhelmed with that sense of being the one. And we, we are the one as well. You know, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you're there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Even when darkness overtakes us, you know, he's there. You created my inmost being, my inmost being. Not our inmost being, my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. You saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me are written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of the sand. When I'm awake, I'm still with you. Isn't that beautiful? You see, David had an understanding a revelation, an experience of being the one. And he knew that his father knew him intimately and loved him intimately. And that's the same for each one of us today, that you are the one. And Barry, I'm just going to bring you back on. And I just, I don't know where we're going to go with this, but hey, we'll see where it goes, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said it perfectly, my brother. I, I don't know if I could really add uh, much to what you said. I mean, I, other than saying big A, yes and amen to it. It's, um, I, I, I was thinking about a quote from C.S. Lewis while, while you were speaking, and I, I looked it up. And to be able to, to have this idea of the attention of Father, Son, and Spirit on each one of us, that, and this is what C.S. Lewis said. He said, God has infinite attention, infinite leisure to spare for each one of us. He doesn't have to take 
take us in line, you are as much alone with him as if you were the only thing he'd ever created. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, you know, again, you know, it's what you're, you've shared so brilliantly is this, this idea, like, how would life look for each one of us if we felt the Father's infinite attention, mm. his infinite love yeah. on us as if we were the only thing that he had ever created? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I believe that that is the love. That is the intimate love. When Jesus even said in John sixteen twenty seven, the Father Himself loves you. You, mm-hmm. right? Not just the world. He loves the world. That's the big picture. But the 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 drilling that down to, if there's eight billion people on planet Earth, there it's eight billion ones. You know, and then I yeah. and I was actually thinking of. Uh, Luke chapter 15 and and of course this is the one right this is yeah. a story there's three stories and it Luke 15 starts with the Pharisees judging Jesus for hanging around sinners and then so Jesus in response to their judgment he tells three stories and it's the lost sheep mm-hmm. the lost coin and the lost son yeah. and I love how um, verse 7 says I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous per- persons who do not need to repent. And of course, there was one coin that was lost and there was one son that mm-hmm. the father in the story, the prodigal son story, waited for. And, you know, my I agree with you, Mark, and, and just this, you know, this prayer for each one of us, like, that, you know, this the mercies of God are new every morning. It's not like, yeah, I received the Father's love 20 years ago, and, you know, what else do you have? It's coming into a deeper, intimate, more life-changing revelation that he is our Father today. And as yeah. you said, the Father not only loves, he is loving us in this very moment, in real yeah. time. So, yeah, I think that's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's... You know, I, I've i seen so many times, and I, I know Barry will have seen so many times, you know, when you're, when you're ministering to people at schools or conferences or mm. encounters or whatever, you know, you just focus on that one person and mm-hmm. um, just want them to receive. And, you know, that's been, that's been my experience, you know, is... This is love that is poured into my heart, love that is poured into your heart. You know, Romans 5, verse 5, God pours his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. That's a very intimate connection. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he just doesn't just pour his, he, he does pour his love over the world, but he also pours his love right into your heart, right into my mm-hmm. heart. And he wants us, I mean, can you imagine just, 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 Pause for a moment and imagine how the Father loves Jesus. Mm-hmm. Just think about that. You know, yeah. they've been together for all of eternity, before Genesis, you know, and they'll be together mm-hmm. for all eternity with us. But think, how does the Father love the Son? because mm. John 17 verse 26 says we are loved in exactly the same way mm-hmm. and that's pretty mind-blowing isn't it you know mm. and, and even that we you know we are loved in the same way that's kind of a little bit global it's it's all inclusive for us yeah. but actually it's it's you yeah. You, each one of you, each individual watching this webcast, listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. each one of you is loved in exactly the same way by the Father that he loves Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just, that's the incredible bigness and magnitude. And, you know, when I think of that, that's the incredible generosity of the Father. Yeah. He's so kind, he's so loving, he's so mm. tender that it's like he's standing in front of you. Mm-hmm. And 
it's like he's just looking at you as if you're the only person on the planet and he says mark i love you mm. you know barry i love you you know and the same mm -hmm. it's like he's just standing in front of each one of you individually and saying i love you i mm. will be a father to you and mm. you will be my sons and daughters says the lord almighty and you know i kind of had a bit of a revelation about that that last phrase in that verse a few months ago you know says the lord almighty because it's like there's a promise i will be a father to you says the lord almighty it's like that promise is mm. backed up with all of the authority of heaven I think that's good news, yeah, you because know, nothing, nothing can stand against that. Yeah. All of the authority of heaven is saying to you that you are loved by the Father in the same way as you mm -hmm. love Jesus. And I know we have our fears and we have our insecurities and we have our struggles and we have our ups and downs and... We have our good days and our bad days and our even worse days. <laughs> and the fact is, the truth is, that on all of those days, in all of that stuff, the truth is, all of the authority of heaven says you are loved. Mm -hmm. And no one can take that away from you. No one can steal it. You know, even when things are rough, even in the midst of your stuff, you can hang on to that fact. Like, like, um, like Jeremiah did in, in Lamentations. You know, he'd almost lost hope. But he says, mm. you know, he said, um, he says, you know, but this I call to mind and therefore I have hope. You know, what, what does he mm. call to mind? What does he remember? The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. And there are times when we feel like it's hopeless there's times mm -hmm. we feel like we're crying out, where are you, Lord? And we've, we've lost our hope. It's desperate. We're in despair and despondency. And it's in those moments. And actually, it's in those moments where we're, when we are feeling like, where is, where are you, God? It's, that cry is the cry of hope that mm -hmm. says, yes, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. And once again, we can believe and stand in the truth that we are loved. You are loved. Mm. I am loved. And so, you know, if today it's one of those bad days or even worse days, if you're, you're struggling with fear, you're struggling with insecurity, you're struggling with rejection, you're struggling with your stuff, the Father wants to say to you, you are loved. Yeah. Mm. Well, I just think of uh, Psalm 34 that says that God is close to the brokenhearted. Yeah. And he will save those who are crushed in spirit. And so the the Father is close when we are feeling disenchanted or discouraged or fearful. It's not like he's so he's far away somewhere or distracted mm -hmm. or or frustrated with our, our lack of faith. He is closer than we could possibly imagine. And I think that's yeah. the the revelation of love that the father just wants to remind each and every one of us of today yeah. is just that he is he's closer than a brother he's closer than our breath he lives within us the kingdom is within and mm. and when we begin to you know it's the guy we say when i you know talked in schools too is that we're not here to uh, try to uh, pursue or attain something mm -hmm. that we don't have it's mm -hmm. it's just an awakening yeah. within our being to what is the true spiritual reality of the love of God and the abiding presence of God by the person mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit in us. And so really it's just, um, it, I like the, the, the definition of the word revelation uh, that says that it means to pull back the curtain. Mm -hmm. So that means that something has always been there. Yeah. But sometimes we just need the revealing the, the pulling back of what exists and uh, you know my prayer you know and when we maybe transition to ministry time 
my prayer is that the Father, in his great love for each one of us, will pull back the curtain yes, so that we will see truly how much he loves each and every one of us. And one of the things, Mark, just to add to the promise of Second Corinthians 6.18, where God says, I will be a father to you. The other half of that promise is, and you will be my sons and daughters, declares the Lord Almighty. Yeah. And so not only will, does he promise to be a father to each and every one of us, it's his love, it's his grace, it's his power that is a work in us that mm -hmm. is actually doing the work and, and actually bringing us to the place where the spirit yes. of sonship is just go, it just resonates in our being where we just mm. cry out abba you really are my father yeah, yeah and you know again you know we've been in this for a while <laughs> we're kind of old veterans i think these days but you know the thing in my own desire in my own heart is that this would never ever get old yeah this revelation would never get to the place where you're it's not filled with awe and wonder mm. and i think that's why in lamentations like you you uh, you already quoted that his mercies are new yeah. every morning. Yeah, yeah. And my prayer, you know, for each and every one of us is that again the same prayer that Paul prays in Ephesians one seventeen and eighteen, where he said, "I keep on asking the glorious mm -hmm. Father that He might give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, so that you might know Him better." And then the result of that is that the eyes of our hearts would be flooded yes. with light, ours would be opened, so that we would know the hope of our calling and the glorious inheritance that we have together with all the saints. And I think today, this moment, whenever you're, you're watching or listening to this, this is a new opportunity for the Father to pull back the curtain mm -hmm. of, of revelation for each one of us so we could see and experience. You know, the yeah. Psalm says, taste and see that yeah. the Lord is good, that there is an encounter that the Father wants to impart to each and every one of us in real time, hmm. where we experience him loving us right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ephesians um, 3, verse 20, just after that passage about being rooted and planted in, in mm. love, established in love, understanding how wide, long, how and high and mm. deep is the love of Christ. Verse 20 says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. Yeah. I don't know what you want the Father to do for you. I don't know what you're asking <laughs> him for. Maybe you're not even asking. Maybe you're just dreaming, imagining what he could do. But, you know, he's going to do more. He promises to do more than we ask, more than we imagine. And um, what I'd like to do just now is just to, to, to play a little video of Psalm 139. I've read um, portions of it already, but I'd just like to play this video of um, Psalm 139. And, and just as this is playing, let it speak to your heart. Mm. of you know you are the one like david when he wrote yeah. it he was the one and you know as you listen to this you are the one and just begin to think you know or imagine dream of what mm. you want the father to do for you and then believe that he's going to do immeasurably more than you've mm -hmm. asked him for and immeasurably more than you're imagining he'll do for you and then mm -hmm. I'll just play this video and then we'll just come back and Barry and I will just, just, just pray and see where the Holy Spirit leads us. Um, mm. But just open your hearts as, as, as this video is playing and let it, let it, let it speak to you. you. Some of you might be in a room, maybe there's groups of people meeting, watching this together. Yeah, sure, it's about them, but it's about you. <laughs> you know, don't worry about them. Just take it for you what the father wants to do more immeasurably more than we can ask mm -hmm. or imagine you have searched me lord and you know me you know when i sit and when i rise you perceive my thoughts from afar you discern my going out and my lying down. 
You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of the sand. When I'm awake, I am still with you. If only you, God, would slay the wicked. Away from me, you who are bloodthirsty. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, and abhor those who are in rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. created my inmost being you knit me together in my mother's womb I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful I know that full well Father thank you that you're speaking to each one of us you're meeting each one of us in this very intimate moment. Father, you're pouring your love into our hearts. May our hearts be open to receive that love. Father, may the eyes of our heart be open. May we receive that spirit of wisdom and revelation to know you better. Father, in these moments, would you do for each one of us immeasurably more than we, we ask, immeasurably more than we're even dreaming or imagining about. Yeah. Because, Father, you care for each one of us. And you don't want any one of us to be lost in the crowd. But you want to look into each one of our eyes, mm. into... The eyes of us individually and say I will be I am a father to you you are my sons and daughters you are my son you are my daughter father just come to each one may we have an encounter with love 
and day. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you're loving us. You're loving us right now. You've always loved us. Mm -hmm. There is nowhere we can go to hide from you. There is nowhere where we can be lost from you. Mm -hmm. Like in the garden when Adam hid because of the shame and because he was afraid, you called out, mm -hmm. Adam, where are you? And you do that for us. You call us mm -hmm. out of our place of hiding. You don't see our shame, but you cover that shame with a robe of righteousness. Yeah. You don't see our stuff, our, our dirt, like the pig pen, but you, you put the best robe around us. You welcome mm -hmm. us home. You hold us in your embrace. Father, if we're hiding, if we feel lost, if we feel abandoned, if we feel rejected, then your voice of love is calling us and wooing us and drawing us back to you. Hmm. And heaven throws a party as each one responds, comes home. Just let your heart come home today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Father. Wow. Oof. Mm -hmm. yeah, Father, we ask that if there's anything in us um, that isn't in conflict yeah. with your great love for us, yeah. anything that would resist your love, yeah. anything that would reject your love, anything that would make us feel disqualified from your love, Father, I pray that your perfect love would cast out all fear. Yeah. Fear of abandonment, fear of rejection, fear of disappointing you, fear of not being good enough, fear of, of just the overwhelming past we've had. Father, I pray even in this very moment, yeah. your love would displace every fear, yeah. every anxiety, every stress anything father that would prevent us from coming into a real-time realization and revelation of your abiding presence yeah. and father i just ask right now if there's any of our dear friends that struggle with self-hatred yeah. struggle with negative um condemning thoughts maybe maybe it's even living with thoughts that parents proclaimed over you or spouses or friends or or circumstances that have caused you to feel a certain way father we ask that your your mighty love your great mm. love wow would just just overwhelm every yeah. every area of unlove in our hearts I just think of the part two of the great commandment to love one another, love our neighbors as ourselves. And of course, Jesus went further and said, love one another as I have loved you. So Father, I, I just pray that you would just give each and every one of us the courage to break agreement with any form of self-hatred. When we look in the mirror and we feel that we're not enough, I pray, Father, that faith would rise up within each one of us and we would declare, even if it's by faith, I praise you, Father, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. My soul knows that full well. Wow. And I just encourage you, if you feel like you've struggled with feelings that, of inadequacy and somehow you're disqualified just break agreement with those yeah. thoughts and say i'm not going to agree with those things anymore yeah. i am going to dare to believe that the father loves me as much as he loves jesus yes yes so father i pray that that revelation would just be released mm -hmm. it would just be exploding in our inner being that we are loved as much as you love jesus mm -hmm. Because the truth is, Father, you only love with one degree of intensity. Mm -hmm. And that's with all your heart 
yeah. all your mind and all your strength. So, Father, even if we cry out, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief today. I pray that we would cry out, Father, I believe mm. that you love me even as you love Jesus. Yes. And I receive that love. I live in that love. I choose to make my home yes. in your love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I just encourage you as just a, almost like a prophetic act, just take a deep breath. <laughs> For in Him we live and move and have our being. Mm. When Jesus imparted the Holy Spirit to His disciples, He simply breathed on them yeah. and said, receive the Holy Spirit. And one of the names of God Himself is the breath of God, yeah. the Ruach of God. Yeah, yeah. So Father, help us just to breathe in Your love, even mm. in this moment. And the fact is each and every one of us will breathe about 20,000 times in the next 24 hours. Mm. And I just pray, Father, that the reality of your abiding presence yeah. would just become more real to us with every breath we take, even when we're sleeping and not even thinking about it. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Thank you, Abba. breathing love it's as simple as that every breath just breathe in his love thank yeah. you all for joining us once again um next week it'll just be barry but we look forward to having you back with us next wednesday mm. same time same place um but yeah have a good week everybody thank you bless you guys